1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Grab your family, a date, or friends, and get yourself reacquainted with the movies today because the big screen is back. Get your tickets today to see Jungle Cruise and other great blockbusters at MarcusTheaters.com. There's something for everyone at Marcus Theaters. Time to talk music news with our music expert, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you guys? I'm actually, you know, on cough syrup. Yeah. Oh, sorry to hear that. It's on medication. <laughs> well, it depends, yeah. well uh, though it depends which cough syrup. Well, I don't know. Stuff can make you feel really good. Got uh, it's got codeine in it. It is prescription, Gary. Yeah. It's not okay. the yeah. We're just drinking it for fun. And Mindy's here this morning. Yeah. Hi, Mindy. Who actually may add something to the conversation because oh. this is the only time I will <laughs> potentially. <laughs> What's music. Your, what's your title here? Uh-uh. Are you music director? Like, if I have a song from a band, I Nobody will, wants to admit what, that. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't we're, need everybody attacking we're, me now. Wear it proudly. Come on. <laughs> you were out last night. Went to see the Black Crows. Oh, well, yeah, Black Crows. We, uh, a year delayed, but but we're here, and, they, and I know they're coming up your way pretty soon, and it was fabulous. The 8th, yes. Yep. It was uh, high. I would highly recommend it. Um, they sound like a, you know, of course they play the kind of music that's, that, you know, it would have sounded current in 1972 and it, or 1971 and it sounds current in 2021, but they, they're definitely refreshed, revived, uh, the new band, the new lineup is really, really stellar, especially the lead guitar player, just blazing solos. Uh, it was, if you want a night of teeth rattling volume rock and roll, it's, it's the show to go to. What were they doing before when they were broke up? The Chris Robinson Experience? Is that yeah, what it Chris was? The Chris Robinson Brotherhood. Yeah, that's what and it was. That was kind of a jam band. And then Rich did the, uh, he, he had his own band for a while, and then he did the, the Magpie Salute, which was essentially the Black Crows under another name. They, they had music of their own, but they also, they also played a lot of Black Crows music and had a bunch of guys who were in the band. I, uh, I went and saw them when they were doing that tour. Magpie Salute. Uh, what the Chris Robinson thing? It was at oh, the Riverside. And I had some yeah. friends going, and they said, "Do you want to go?" I said, okay, I'll go. I was blown away mm-hmm. at yeah, how oh, good yeah, they it was were. Really good. How oh, good it was really they were. Good. A different trip than the Black Crows. I, I think mean, it... one of my favorite shows was uh, when they did live at the Greek with, uh, with Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page. That was oh. an amazing tour. I got to see that a couple times, and you know, and they, you know, that's a case where okay, they're they're the Black Crows, and they have their own attitudes and stuff. But you know, talk about behaving nice for company. <laughs> you know, they really they really up their game to play uh, to play with Jimmy Page. That was great. So that's one of the nights that you loved being a music critic. Absolutely, uh, that was a good night to be. What's one of the nights you've hated being a music critic? You know, I don't know why, but Justin Bieber comes to mind immediately. Huh. Um, Falling asleep during Britney, uh, Britney Spears show. Uh, <laughs> you fell asleep during Britney. I actually fell asleep. I mean, you know, one of those snake shows. Did she have a snake in the show? I think it was post snake. Okay, but uh, yeah, it was just uh, it was just dull. <laughs> you know what do you uh, say? Same with the same with the Bieber show. Um, you know. Well, since you brought they, her up, what's the latest on Britney? Because she was uh, Instagramming some pictures out. Yeah, boy, uh, if you're a turn, if you're her, you know, I get it, but you know, she's she's certainly has an appetite for freedom, but 
I can only imagine her attorney seeing these topless photos getting posted on social media, and then it's like, honey, I am trying to get you out of your conservatorship here. Could we, could we play it straight for a while? Well, the first so, thing I thought was, boy, this probably her lawyers can't be happy about this. But then I thought, but boy, wouldn't it be great if she were free to do this all the time, post these fabulous pictures of herself? Well, then she'd wind up back in conservatorship. <laughs> no, no, no. So, Gary, wrong. Negative. If they put everybody <laughs> in a conservatorship that ever posted a topless photo on the Internet, nobody would be free. That is a point well taken. Thank you. That is, that is a point well taken. So her new attorney, you know, the attorney that she got to pick, uh, Matthew Rosengart, did file a motion this week to remove her father, Jamie Spears, and appoint an accountant. Uh, a guy named Jason Rubin, as the conservator to the estate. To the estate, he, the attorney, acknowledged that this may be the precursor to a motion to end the conservatorship. We're not going to go there yet. You know, clearly he has his game plan, and it's like you know, first things first, we need to get the father out of here. Then we need to look at the conservatorship as a whole. So, so it's in motion. The 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 day-to-day person, this uh, Jamie Montgomery. Uh, excuse me, Jody Montgomery supports the supports the move, supports getting Jamie out and putting the new guy in. She also said in her filing that Brittany's medical team agrees with removing Jamie from the conservatorship. So I think this is this is pretty close to a done deal. September 29th is is the next hearing when the judge will hear the motions and make a decision. In the meantime, uh, Sam Lufty, who was Brittany's manager for a while, has shared some old voicemails she got from her at the start of the conservatorship in which she was asking him, help me get me out of this conservatorship. My father's blackmailing me. My father's threatening to take my children away. You know, please, you know, make this stop. So it goes back to as far as the beginning of the conservatorship that Brittany didn't want it. Uh, meanwhile, in addition to posting topless photos, she has posted notices that she is feeling creative and she's painting. And she shared some of her paintings, which are kind of abstract and, you know, they're not expressionistic. Ab- abstract is the best and most polite term for them. So, but she is being creative. She has okay. said she has no draw to music uh, just yet, doesn't want to perform, but she is painting. Well, even if her paintings and uh, you said they're abstract, which mean which means they suck. I, uh, no, you know, no, you didn't say it. I did. It's all in the it eye doesn't of the matter. Beholder. It doesn't matter if her paintings suck. She's got enough money and royalties coming in where she'll be just fine, right? So she can do that. Exactly. She can suck at painting. Exactly, and it's better better for her to paint than the many other things we could think of her doing. Uh, these topless photos. These are in addition to the topless photos that she had. With her back turned to the camera. Correct. With the yeah, tattoo is... removed from her neck. Correct. <laughs> that was like yeah, the warm-up. She's this pointed is... at the camera, but she's got her hands over her and when, yeah, when you say well, part. When you say... Have, she has star pasty or virtual pasty. Yeah, yeah when, when you say uh, topless, her hands are strategically located, and there are some yeah, yeah, some, yeah. some shiny stars. But it's still, you know, it's, it's yeah. shirt, let's call it shirtless. And as soon as she gets out that. of this conservatorship, the hands go away, right? Probably. <laughs> uh, because we talked to you on a regular basis and we had kind of a heads up on ZZ Top, you said a couple of years ago when ZZ Top would start and stop their tours, you go that 
they may have to just finally call it quits because they can't all stay healthy at the same time. But we sure didn't expect to see Dusty Hill pass away. Nah, this was really, really sad this week. He, of course, left the tour um, back at, um, after uh, July 16th after a show. He left the tour, and you know nobody really said anything. And then we get notice out of the blue this week that he passed away on uh, on Wednesday, on uh, Tuesday, on July 27th, in his sleep at age 72. Really sad because he was, ever, you know, who doesn't love ZZ Top? Even if you don't love the music, you love ZZ Top. And, you know, he was a really, really nice guy. I had the chance to talk to him on many occasions, just nice down to earth. But, you know, the good news is the band will continue. Uh, you know, Billy Gibbons texted that, you know, text, texted that it, at Dusty's insistence, ZZ Top will continue. You know, he wants the show to go on, and it'll be with uh, with another bassist in place. Uh, the, you know, the, one of the band's techs is going to be Elwood Francis is the guy's name, and he'll be assuming the bass duties. I guess they've been preparing for this because he stepped into the show after Dusty left, but they, of course, canceled, canceled the show after he passed away. And then, But they're going to continue, continue the tour and continue the band. There was new music in motion. Already, I don't know if that's going to come out or not, but I think I think we will continue to see ZZ Top for the foreseeable future. So, when you say they they'll they'll continue to tour, they'll you think they'll finish this tour that they've already got going on? And oh, I think they'll continue to tour in future years. Okay. I don't think this no, this is not the end of the band. And you know, they're saying at uh, at Dusty's insistence. So mm-hmm. you know, this happens. You know, some sometimes you have situations in bands where they pass away, and of, of course they, you know, they're they're continuing to honor, you know, because the the dead member would not want it that way. You know, sometimes you raise an eyebrow about that. I think in this case you don't. It, it totally sounds in character for Dusty to right. tell Plus, to tell Billy well, and Frank keep going. Now Don Henley can go see. <laughs> well, but it, it was a three-man band, so one guy being switched out is going to be noticeable. Right. But on Who the is? other hand, they've always sort of obscured identities with the glasses, the hats, the beards, the long coats. Nobody's name is in the band. It's just ZZ Top. Right. Although, you know, because it's a trio and, of course, because they've been around for 50-plus years, you know who all the guys are. Right. And you're going to be able to tell if that's not Dusty up there. He yeah. is, even in the beard and the cheap sunglasses, he's uh, he's a distinctive-looking personality. Uh, Gary Ross, oh, well, there's, there's another. We have a, a Slipknot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joey Jordison, a former well, founding member uh, and drummer from Slipknot, and he was also also had a band called the Murder Dolls. Died on Monday again, out of nowhere. He had you know he had said before he has a neurological disease. Had a neurological disease, transverse myelitis. Hopefully, I pronounced that right. I only play a doctor on TV, but uh, that apparently cost him the ability to play drums, which is why in Murder Dolls he was a singer and guitarist. And Nobody was expecting this either. Uh, Slipknot, even though there was a lot of acrimony in that parting, the members of Slipknot have been very gracious. And uh, in mourning Joey Jordison's passing, you know, they, they, they did social media messages, just black tiles of mourning uh, to, indi- you know, to pay tribute to him. And I'm sure when the uh, Slipknot tour goes out this fall, there will be mention of him and some memorial of him. You know, when James Brown died... And he what laid in his living room in a casket for a year or so, is that about right? Is that something? Uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He he was. Yeah. 
uh, that we were talking about that on a regular basis. But we're just getting around to burying Kenny Rogers now. Apparently, no, I don't know where, I can't tell you where Kenny's been in the year since he died, nearly a year since he died, but he will be buried, I believe, this week at at the Oakland Cemetery. It's a historic cemetery in Atlanta. Um, Margaret Mitchell's there, the author, is buried there. Bobby Jones, the golf great, uh, Maynard Jackson, the former mayor of Atlanta. I mean, you know, Kenny passed away last March 20th, 2020 in georgia at the age of 81 um there was there was a private service because of the pandemic but you know now he's going to be buried so like i say i can't tell you they haven't said where he's been all this time but he will be he will be laid to rest in the very near future right he was i was shaking my head when i saw that too possibly he was cremated and they're just i I guess i and it's possible again they haven't said anything um we were talking earlier this week about Kanye West living at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. How do you do that? And uh, second part of that question, how do you do that and work on an album at the same time? Well, so, What is you that know, facility like? Uh, well, what, what it is is, okay, so Kanye, two Thursday, a week ago Thursday, held this giant listening party, 42,000 people or something, for this new album, Donda, named after his mother. Um, that's supposed to, that was supposed to come out last Friday. Didn't come out, and then we get word, yes, Kanye West is paying, and apparently paying a million dollars a day wow. to live in the stadium in Atlanta. I'm sure they have he, cheaper rooms in Atlanta, right? Probably cheaper hotel rooms, I'm <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. But, no, he, but he set up in a locker room in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He posted a picture of it on social media, and he's just basically he's got a cot and a bunch of recording gear. And he's working on and finishing up the album, which is now supposed to be out next Friday, August 6th. But with Kanye's track record of releasing and not releasing and delaying and so forth, don't hold your breath for that. Set up in a locker room. Yep. Now, is it, do we know if it's a stunt or not? No. You know, I mean, he, he seems eccentric enough that, that it's really happening. Well, you know, uh, when you balance out posing topless on social media or renting out a locker room to live in for a million, million dollars a day. Right. I think Kanye seems a little kookier uh, on that scale. It might be. It might be. But no one's I... talking conservator for him. <laughs> nope. I never have. And, and, no. and look at, and, you know, listen, there are there are some who, who say that if Britney were not a woman, she would not be in conservatorship for all mm. this. And, you know, there, there's some basis for that, I think. But yeah, now well, but Kanye, you know, listen, we've known Kanye was a bit eccentric yeah. uh, since the beginning of his career. So I think each of the eccentricities are only, only add to the legend, you know, rather than to his detriment. Although musically, I think there are a lot of people who are just like, yeah, whatever, Kanye, uh, you know, I'm that's just Kanye done, being Kanye, kind of done, yeah. and, and I'm kind of done with him. In the locker room, I would, wouldn't you want a sweet? That overlooks the no, field. No, no, no. He's no, fine. He wants to no. live. He wants to live. You know, keep it, keep it real. <laughs> Albums have been recorded on tour buses. Yeah. Oh, they, they've know? been recorded on tour buses. Yeah. They've been recorded in hotel rooms. They've been recorded in bathrooms. Right. You know I mean, sure. In oh, someone's yeah, backyard, but they just sat out there and played. Uh, didn't you know? You, know like... you, meant, you mentioned lots of nice, less expensive rooms in Atlanta. There's also nice recording studios. 
that, yeah. are probably, that are probably less expensive than a million dollars a day. A day, no doubt. Uh, speaking, uh, we, we haven't had a Phil Collins story in a while, and I miss Phil because Phil is, man, we had a lot of Well, laughs. last time we left him, he was, you know, it was pretty wild. His ex-wife was living in his house with her new husband, and he wanted her out. We went through all that. But it was the settlements that Phil had paid that were the, the, the thing that was shocking that he had two of the biggest divorce settlements ever. Is Kelly Clarkson even sniffing Phil Collins' neighborhood right now? I don't, I don't not, Maybe. Kind of not really. She was ordered this week by a judge to pay $200,000 per month. A month? Her, a month to her ex-husband, the Brandon ex wanted, The ex wanted 430000 a month. <laughs> he did. Yes, so he did she win? That, more than that, actually, 436. Yeah. And the judge said, "No, nah, you know, just two hundred thousand." Now this is this is where she, Kelly has primary physical custody of the kids. So why she's on the hook for child support, I'm not sure. Mm. And then, okay, Brandon Blackstock, the husband, Reba McIntyre's son or stepson, um, apparently, you know, he he asked for spousal support, claiming that he gave up a lot of his entertainment managing career, you know, to help manage it and to be Kelly Clarkson's husband, he only has one other client at this point. It's Blake Shelton. <laughs> I think he's making money off Blake Who's, Shelton. Who wow. sits on the very panel that Kelly Clarkson sits on on The Voice, correct? Exactly. But she, she may not exactly. be in this season because I think Ariana Grande right, is Right, Ariana Grande is coming back. Great yeah. ad. Their first ad for the, her, by the way, was, was hysterical. But, you love it, huh? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. But, uh, but yeah, so it's – I want this guy's attorney, <laughs> you know, because it seems to me that 200000 a month – A month. To be paid to Blake Shelton's manager is a little excessive. And how does, wow. he, how does he not have his stepmother, Reba McIntyre, as a client? Well, it is. She's not the legal – oh, um, that I don't know. Um, and maybe maybe there's a reason for that. Uh-huh. And they, and they, well, and maybe there's a good reason for that. That you know you don't manage family. We've seen that go <laughs> pretty south yeah. in in many occasions. But yeah, so Kelly's on the hook for a lot of money. Although apparently that's based on a monthly income that they say is 1.5 million dollars. She's going to have to pick up a few more like Wayfarers and Toyotas. Some, yeah, a couple. You know, I don't she's think she's going to have. She's don't got, think she's going to have trouble making it up. She's got a talk show. Does she is she going to take over? Is she going to get all Ellen's leavings when Ellen shuts it down next year? Kelly Clarkson will ascend to that. It it might you know it's it has a uh, you know there's an opening there makes it possible. She's so. got the voice. Oh yeah, she oh, can she's tour. Got a voice. She can make music. She's one of these right. triple threats. Mm-hmm. You know she hasn't done a great deal of acting yet, but I don't doubt that somebody's talking about that. <laughs> Boy, if she could just tap dance. Didn't she do a movie back after winning The Voice with Justin? Yes, Justin Greeny. There was yeah. yes, they did a movie. You're right. Yeah. yeah, so she's done. She's done a small amount of acting. But I don't just, know if I'd call it acting. Just well, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> more of that. Yeah. Okay. She's, anyway. she's she she has her sad card. Yeah. Justin Greeny's got to be going. She has enough to pay two hundred thousand a month now. Well, he's what did, I, what did I do? Pepper. What did I do wrong? But you know, he was the runner-up. 
That's the difference. I guess. All right. Where do you where do you want to where do you want to wrap it up today, Gary? Oh boy, I love when you I always love when you uh, when you give me these choices. I like to put let's, the pressure on you, not yeah, me. Yeah. Well, let's as long as we're on the the, the health, death, and, and other good news uh, front. Gary Rossington was back in the hospital again again this week this month, uh, having another stent put in his heart. I think he's getting the volume discount. Ooh, how old at is this he? Point. Gary is. 70, I want to say 71. Yeah. And I'd have to look it up. But he's had, I mean, he has, he has heart issues and he's, he's upfront about that. And every now and again, he has to go in to get it fixed and drops off a Leonard Skinner tour. They throw somebody else in on guitar. In this case, it's Damon Johnson, who's been around a long time. And then, you know, Gary recovers and comes back on the road. And I've had a chance to ask him about this life strategy a few times and both he and his wife uh, dale who's part of the band is as a backup singer you know i've said they made a decision a long time ago that uh you know he's going to die with his boots on basically you know this is how much he loves the music loves the band and and wants to keep doing it doesn't want to sit at home fishing but wants to be on the road playing freebird okay but uh <laughs> And as far as the other band culture kind of stuff goes, uh, I don't know, whatever rehab situation he might have been through, uh, done with that or, or no? You mean in drug rehab? Or yeah. Is he... Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty clean living all right. at this point, but he has. And isn't has... that a kick in the head? He's doing all the right stuff, and he still has to get stents all yeah. the time. Well, well yeah. Stuff I mean, catches you know. up to you. It, it does, it does, and or it's genetic, and he has it, but he's going to keep playing, and I, I guess we, you just respect that, you know, as somebody's decision, and you know, certainly, I, I know if you're in Leonard Skinner, you, you have mixed feelings because he is the last of the original members, and there's a big question about so what happens when he can't be in the band anymore is there still a Leonard Skinner can't Hey, we still have a Molly Hatchet and there's not an, an original band within right. 10 miles think, of that band. I think in the case of Leonard Skinner, especially when you have Johnny Van Zandt, you know, brother of Ronnie Van Zandt running the band, you have a credible Leonard Skinner. All right, Gary. All right. Right. You have a great week. You too. And we'll talk uh, when, we'll talk next month. Yes, exactly. All right, Gary, thanks for the time this morning. Take care. All right.